Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Welcome aboard, Bridge MCP, also AVQ, and uh, Michael Rudnan. Anyway, folks, uh, we're, we're at a slow start here. I have a few more things that I have to get together. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play. We have a 13-minute piece from Lancaster with Brad on put in corporations where they should. So I'm going to play that in the beginning. Then I'll go ahead and read all the things that you guys put out there for me. Check this out. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of our show. Today, we are honored to have the one and only Brad Wolf. He's the executive director and co-founder of Peace Action Network of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, a former lawyer, prosecutor, professor, and community college dean. He writes for various publications. And in fact, that is how I found him. Hello, Brad. How are you doing today? I am doing well. How are you doing? I am doing great. You're also a founder of an organization called Merchants or of Death War Crimes Tribunal. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, thank you for raising that because it is another important issue. Um, so the Merchants of Death War Crimes Tribunal is an effort uh, that myself, Kathy Kelly, and Nick Bonnern, uh, two other longtime peace activists, have put together where we decided to follow the money behind war and find out what is driving so much war across the globe. And of course, it's profit. It's corporate profit, which is driving much of this. So we decided to try weapons manufacturers in the court of public opinion at a tribunal next November 2023, November 10th through the 13th, 2023. And the idea is to follow the public tribunals of the Bertrand Russell Tribunal of 1966, where the American government was put on trial for crimes against humanity in Vietnam. And then in 2005, there was a public tribunal um, putting American government again on trial for Iraq. And it was the World Tribunal on Iraq. So this time, instead of putting the government on trial, we wanted to go after the corporate faces that are driving government because government doesn't do anything unless the corporate faces tell them to. So we, quote, indicted four United States weapons manufacturers. And of course, this is not this lacks legal authority, but we think we're doing something more powerful at this point than trying them in court because we're trying them in the court of public opinion. And we're doing so by bringing a lot of very well-known names, legal judges and jurists into this process. So the idea is we serve subpoenas on November 10th to Raytheon to Boeing, to Lockheed Martin, and General Atomics. Those four weapons manufacturers are emblematic of the entire U.S. war industry in that they drive war for profit. It's blood, money, clear and simple. So we went down to Washington. We served these subpoenas on those corporations in Arlington, Virginia. There was a group of us. We were joined with Medea Benjamin and Ann Wright and David Swanson and, and, and a number of other people. And the subpoena was a, a subpoena that you know we had created from an actual subpoena where we're demanding documentation, evidencing their complicity in war crimes. And we've begun collecting testimony from uh, victims of these war crimes. So we're looking at victims from Iraq, 
Pakistan, Afghanistan, Somalia, Yemen, Gaza. And we are doing video recorded interviews as to what happened to them, um, where they were, what the date was, and what casualties um, did they suffer. And then we are collecting testimony from military analysts, again, recorded video recorded testimony, who are able to establish the uh, products that these weapons manufacturers created, the planes, the weapons, when they were deployed, where they were deployed, you know, and connect that with the victim testimony to demonstrate that these weapons manufacturers knowingly sold products that were killing civilians. They were killing non-combatants. This was not something that was a surprise to them. They were well aware. Of, we were well aware of it, that it was happening to the public. They were certainly aware of it. And then we're also collecting testimony from lawyers, international attorneys who are able to talk about crimes against humanity, war crimes, and then the domestic crimes of bribery and theft, which we also charge them with. So all of this then will be edited and presented to an international tribunal next November made up of jurists from all around the world who will deliberate on the evidence and render a verdict and write a report. And that will be live streamed. We're hoping to have people all around the world watching that. We're working with universities right now to have professors integrate that into their curriculum because we want this to be educational, particularly to young people. We think they need to know why wars happen and uh, need to understand America's role in creating war. So that that's, that's where we're at in a nutshell. Now, interestingly, uh, well, first of all, I, I, I like the way that you said you're going to publicize it through the um, these different educational sources. I trust that you will be uh, you'll, you'll be making sure that all of us in the independent media get that get the necessary feeds to put that out as well, because I think that that is one thing that will be ignored by the straight mainstream media as they've ignored a whole lot of stuff. You know, it simply won't make it on the radar. So it's something that we will have to explode on our own to ensure that a whole lot of people get to see it. Good for good for many of us now that simple platforms like TikTok are starting to get deep penetration into the folks that we want to hear these types of messages. Now, I, I noticed that you've had people around you like uh, Cornell West and a few others that um, that I see on your website that came out and gave you gave you an assistant, I imagine. To they do did. all of this? Uh, yeah, I was able to interview Cornell West uh, November 6th, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. He was a big supporter of the tribunal when we first approached him. And so I had the pleasure of interviewing him. And what we wanted to do was have people like that provide the moral indictment mm-hmm. towards weapons manufacturers. And of course, Dr. West does that magnificently. I mean, he is in many ways the moral voice of America today. And so that was that was that was wonderful testimony from him. Uh, just this week, I was able to interview Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson, who was General Powell's chief of he staff. Is great. I interviewed him wonderful. once. Oh, yes. Did you? Yeah, he is. He's wonderful. And he was there. He saw everything close up. He knows very well how the U.S. war industry works, the influence peddling that goes on. Um, so that was a, a fascinating interview. Christian Sorensen, we interviewed, who's another veteran military analyst, Matthew Ho, same thing, veteran military analyst. Um, William Astore, I'll be interviewing early next week, another veteran. It's amazing how many veterans 
you know, come out afterwards and realize the horrible damage that's being done um, mm-hmm. by their service. Anne Wright also on the panel, um, John Pilger, Richard Falk, Bill Quigley, Marjorie Cohn. These are all very big names within the resistance community and the uh, peace community. So we're happy to have them on board and contributing. Noam Chomsky, we were um, emailing him back and forth. He gave us a wonderful written endorsement all for it. So uh, we think we're uh, we're making progress. And with names like that, we hope to get traction in the public. And with folks like you putting it on air, you know, and everybody else, we're going to try to hit social media really hard. You know, it's interesting because Wilkerson um, came right out a few years ago. Um, I think he wrote a, a while you're speaking. I was looking for the book that uh, we, we spoke to him about at one of our colleges out here speaking about we are, you know, we are in, in, in a bad, I think it was called the fourth Wilkerson foretells the demise of the United States. That's what, that's the article that I wrote for, you know, when, when, um, when he came out here to Houston. So, I mean, getting guys like Wilkerson out there, it's, you know, that alone uh, speaks well for it. So, um, over, so, so you said you're going to speak into these folks over the next few months. Uh, there, one thing is to do that in the background, and then have a big splash on on in November, or the other way to do that is to, as you do these solid interviews, to put them out there. What what how are you going to do this? Are you going to have intermittent releases and, and news releases and etc. so that you can sort of build up to the tribunal, or how are you going to do it? Uh, correct. We're going to be having um, excerpts from each of these interviews released just uh, to try to keep a constant stream of mm-hmm. media out there. So as we do these interviews, we're going to be taking five and 10 minute excerpts to be able to put out there on social media. We also plan to have an action every month all the way for the next year leading up to November. So uh, the serving of the subpoenas was a wonderful action. Got a lot of good video and a lot of press um, with that. Uh, January 18th, Kathy Kelly and Bill Quigley are going to be doing um, a webinar on WIRN, which is the War Industry Resistors Network, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with uh, Ken Jones and that. So we'll be doing events like that all the way up, trying to keep folks like you engaged with what we're doing so the work can continually be out there. Because as you said, we don't want to just spring on everybody next right. year. We need to keep the attention up. And right now, there's a lot of excitement about it. You know, we're getting... Um, we're getting a lot of people writing in and, and the people who joined us in Washington to serve the subpoenas were very excited. And we get emails each day from people who want to be more and more involved. Um, Melvin Goodman, who was a CIA chief and wrote the book National Insecurity, you know, was in contact and has agreed to sit for an interview. I mean, he's, he's, these are incredibly prestigious folks mm-hmm. with great institutional knowledge. So, uh, yes, to answer your question, yes, we're going to put out as much information as we can over the next year. Well. That, that is like great to know because, uh, you know, like I said, we have to stop twiddling our fingers and saying, look at what they've done. Look at what they've done to us. And as opposed to what we are going to force them to do. In other words, we're going to educate the public so that the public will assert their rights. Because right now, you know, like I tell a lot of my audience right now, is too often we feel like uh, impotent. We feel like there's nothing we can do. And when uh, when folks like you do exactly what you're doing, you imp- you allow folks to use their self empowerment to actually execute and do things. Okay, um, Brad, 
how if somebody wants to be a part or help or whatever it is that you guys do at Merchants of Death War Crimes Tribunal, what would they do? You can go to www.merchantsofdeath.org and there are a number of take action steps in there. For instance, right now, there is a template of the subpoena that we served on the corporations that they can download, print, and they can serve it wherever in whatever state they're in. If Lockheed Martin or Raytheon or General Atomics or Boeing has an office in their state, which I'm sure they do because they make it a point to get offices in every state, serve the subpoena on the offices there. This is a, a general uh, subpoena that they can download and have their own action, take pictures of the action and send it to us at the email address on the website. So that's one thing they can do. The other thing they can do is there's an anonymous tip box in there. So if they have insider information from having worked at any of these corporations that they feel would be beneficial to the tribunal, they can submit anonymously if they desire information about that. If they want to join us and work with this, we, we this is all volunteer based. We are happy to have researchers involved, um, social media technicians involved to help us. Please email us. Uh, the email address is there. You can send information and become involved. The goal is to get this active in every state across the country. Let everybody know that the merchants of death are active in every state and something can be done by each person. Brad, this is a very important work that you do. Brad Wolf, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Peace Action Network of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Thank you so kindly for having been a part of Politics Done Right. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we taped that a few ago with Brad. Very, very important piece, uh, as, I, as I mentioned before. Anyhow, folks, we are going to have a great show for you today. Let me get to what you guys are saying. Welcome aboard, Maywood. Welcome aboard, E2247. Welcome aboard, Eric Hayes. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Welcome aboard, uh, Melanie Keelan. Welcome aboard, Bruce Pollard. Welcome aboard. I'm glad that you liked the noon show. That was an important show that we put on there. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Paraver wanted to reach ceasefire with... Okay, let me go ahead and read what we have here. Uh, Michael says, Common dreams. Climate groups say this is abhorrent as Schumer plans to force vote on Manchin's deal. I read that this morning. People versus fossil fuel at Fight Fossil Fuel tweeted, This is abhorrent. We've stopped this twice now because it sells our communities and, and planet out for fossil fuel profits. We cannot afford any more fossil fuel projects. Earth Justice, Earth Justice tweeted, uh, Senate Minerva Mansions dirt deal silences frontline communities and is a handout to the fossil fuel industry that we can't afford. We've defeated it twice before and we'll do it again. Arizona Representative Raul Grijalda, uh, the zombie uh, dirty deal to fast track fossil fuels like the destructive Mountain Valley Pipeline. And look at what happened to that pipeline that um, I don't remember the name of the pipeline that started spilling again over, I think, 200,000 gallons. It is time to let it go for good. Schumer and Manchin have received large donations from major utility giants and pipeline firms that would benefit from passage of the West Virginia Democrats plan, which critics say uses a cover of permitting re uh, reform to advance regulatory changes long sought by the fossil fuel industry. Corporatist Democrats continue to show they care more about corporate profits than people. I agree. This will directly impact as well as, uh, as the planet, which will continue to burn because of such. It's a time when progressives must stand against the Democratic Party. Breed says, just in, 
the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates by a half a percentage point. That severely upsets me. And let me explain what I mean when I say it severely upsets me. It is a tax on those on the poor. It is a tax on those who need to use credit. It's a tax on all those in the economy who were not responsible, I repeat, who were not responsible for the chaos that we are in. It should drive us all crazy. It should drive us all crazy that the Federal Reserve, instead of us having a fiscal policy that forces cor- that, that prevents corporations from fleecing us all, we continue to let them fleece as much as they can. And you know what? Let me tell you what raising interest rates do, and, and people don't get it. We want inflation to be low. We don't want a lot of inflation. And at the same time, we know that the cause of this inflation is more than 50% caused by corporate greed. We know that they've increased their prices more so than the increase in raw material, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, Congresswoman Katie Porter put that out. She put the actual numbers out. So we know that. Instead of us threatening the corporations by saying we will remove those excess profits and throw it back into the economy, the Federal Reserve is saying we will take even more out of the economy, out of people's pockets. We will take more money out of the pockets of the masses so that the masses will have to purchase less from the corporations and then the corporations will see that they're purchasing less and in purchasing less, buying less, the corporations are going to say, oh, we need to drop our prices or keep our prices steady so people come back and buy. In other words, the Federal Reserve is a, it's regulating corporations through harming people and the, the Federal Reserve is finding the sweet spot for the corporations. And that sweet spot is, when do people stop buying? In, in other words, we are, we are asking the, the Federal Reserve to, to, to be the one who is a thermostat for the corporations that says people will stop buying at this particular rate so that you start to have to drop your prices. So what we are doing, even with these high interest rates, and, and people don't get the, the math. The math is not difficult. These guys raise rates as much as they can, as much as they can get away with. And if people keep purchasing, they keep raising prices. So instead of telling the corporations, stop raising prices, we tell the people, stop buying. But a lot of the things that people are buying are things that they need. Butter is going up. Eggs are going up. Uh, gasoline, well, it's going down because they got an overglut that I've spoken about several times. But all these prices are going up, not because they have to, but because the corporations know they can. Now, we don't want to stop the corporation or the, uh, the, the, the economic, the people in the, that runs the don't want to stop the, the, these systems. So what do they do? Check it out. They said, all right, we'll keep raising interest rates. In other words, Banks continue to make more money on the interest rates that you get raised on. My, my uh, uh, a loan on my house, remember I, my, I, I took out a loan on my house to cover 
again, we are not, we are not solvent yet. Think about this. My rates are going up because at the time, the best rate that I could get, and given that there's no way that we should believe that inflation should have been high under any conditions as we have proven, my rates are going to go up. My, my, my bill, the payment is going to go up probably another $30, $40, a month because of that 0.5% increase in interest rates just to tell the corporations, please stop charging so much. And we're going to make sure Egberto doesn't buy anymore by taking the money away from him. He's not going to give you the money. He's going to give the treasury the money. Actually, it's not the treasury. It's a bank. It's a system where heads, they win. Tails, they win. Why? Because we allow it. Thank you for that information, Bridge MCP. Bridge also says the first Gen Z Congress... Uh, was a member of Congress, was denied a D.C. apartment due to bad credit. After a year and a half of campaigning and winning, which have having been born in 1997, made him Congress's first elected Gen Z lawmaker, Frost had gotten himself into debt. And as a result, he had a low credit score. Despite his low credit score, Frost said the apartment representative said he'd be fine. He wasn't. It makes Congress exactly what it's been for so long a disproportionately wealthy, disproportionately white institution, Bergat said, this is a main contributor for why people can't afford to run for office. It's not seen as a viable path. And though we're getting a little bit closer bit of diversity, we still have a long way to go and the cost of it's cheaper. And by the way, haven't read the article, but I can tell implicitly it's about spite. I tell you what I would love uh, the uh, congressperson to do. I don't remember his name right now. But they should force that, that apartment complex, uh, give them a PR nightmare. And let me tell you, in fact, we are going to have to give him a PR nightmare. Because here it is. He's going to be making enough money now in Congress because it pays a hundred and something thousand dollars a month. He'll be able to afford the apartment now, right? But it's going forward. He's now a congressperson. But they wanted to rub it in. Right? Nah. And they're giving it to you. It's imperative that we make an issue out of that. It's imperative. And not only that, it's imperative that he uses that to create legislation that's going to teach these complexes, these apartments, that they can't do that. He's a congressman now. He can build a posse, use the Progressive Caucus, build a posse. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Paravet, paravet, paravet. Every case says, hi all, just bolo for those thugs. So, uh, same crap. Kosovo, again, uh, been skirmishes between the armed ethnic Serb protesters and Kosovo police. The reason is that a while ago, Kosovo ordered that drivers surrender Serbian issued license plates and replaced them with Kosovo license plates. Michael Rodney says, yep, it's most certainly trust that this government doesn't do anything unless corporations can profit off of their actions. An example of such outcome with my intro post, exactly. Uh, December 10th, Serbs living in northern Kosovo started erecting barricades. Kosovo residents confronted them and Kosovo police blocked the border checkpoints. A traffic jam ensued and so did a small shootout, including the use of stun grenades. 
Shootout over license plate seems excessive. I agree. Uh, question for Brad from Eric Hayes about all weapons left in Afghanistan when we left hastily in 2021 and people got killed. Uh, yeah, that's what happens in wars, right? Who in leadership should be held accountable? That's what happened in war, right? Uh, Melanie Key, did, did you hold uh, Reagan accountable when 256 or so uh, sailors, uh, Marines got killed when a barracks was blown up? I don't think so. Check it out. Read your history. I know many on the right refuse to want to read history. After all, even uh, critical thinking is frowned upon. Uh, civil war that broke out, including concentration camps, were used uh, where some estimated that 100,000 Bos Bos Bosnians died, a number denied by Serbia. However, no one doubts it was a bloodbath. I remember those days. Paul Fleming said, do you know social security taxes are paid on just the first 110,000 of income? Yes, I do. Uh, zero is deducted thereafter. If this cap were removed, social security, not only would social security be solving for the forevable future, we could drop the entire social security rate from 14 point something percent all the way down to probably six, seven, eight percent. If we taxed all income for social security, it could be done. But you know, that is something that the rich doesn't want. It's something that's make it's great for the economy, but the rich doesn't want that. You know, I mean, we get more progressive in power. We can start. We need to tax back the stolen wealth that's been taken from the American people. That's what we need to do. All right. Let's see what else we got here. We got U.S. denies that they agreed with the Russian. Let's see. U.S. reached out to Russians who had close relations with the Serbians. The Russians persuaded them to accept a ceasefire. In return, the Russian expected to be treated equal occupiers of Serbia and Kosovo, imposing a ceasefire in all regions as NATO's equal. Ha ha ha. That's funny. It really is. Every case is 61-year-old good Samaritan fatalist stab, allegedly at the hands of convicted felon, free from jail on PR bond. That's a terrible occurrence. Terrible occurrence, I have no doubt. Uh, Mitch McConnell from uh, Senior. Uh, Mitch McConnell voted six times to increase his pay with, while voting 15 times not to increase the minimum wage. Let that sink in. That's what they do, and they have no shame about it. Kathy Kelly and I go way back to about 1986. Really? She's a four of nature, force of nature, and Cardinal Bernadine found out. Here you go. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Glad. Abuel, Abuelo 4T. Egberto, ¿sabes español? Claro que puedo hablar español. ¿Quién es Abuelo 4T? Abuelo 4T, ¿de dónde eres tú? Déjame ver. All right. Carl Cox says, again, mashed potatoes with hot sauce, no gravy. Don't know what that means, but I got you. Egberto, this one, AP from January 2022. Moreau Pipeline spills 300,000 gallons of diesel near New Orleans. That they, that's what they do. Eric Hayes, Egberto got that right, a tax. This is what government wants more, taxes. Yeah, because um, it's either the government get the tax that gets placed to us all, or the corporations continue to tax you. That tax is called inflation and higher interest rates. That's a tax, but it's given a different name so that it seems more benevolent, right? All right, Michael Rudnan says, uh, AP, an inspection of 42-year-old 40, Murat pipeline more than a year earlier in October 2020 revealed external corrosion around 22 feet, 7 meters section of pipe at the same site as the spilled federal records show. 
The pipe had apparently lost 75% of its metal where the corrosion was worse, which would have required immediate repair according to the records. But work was delayed and the line continued operation after a second inspection concluded the corrosion was not bad enough to require immediate repair under federal rules. The records show the oil spilled and contaminated an environment-sensitive area in the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet. It's a shame that that's what they do. Carl Cox, as always, a little guy and gal are punished for the sins of the megacorporations, which is true. Uh, E2247 says, Serbia equal close to Russia, and for a long time, the U.S. has a deep history in the region. Another conflict between Serbia and Kosovo would not be itself changed course of Ukrainian war, but it may, at at low cost, cause U.S. to lose some focus. If they were to divert forces to protect Kosovo, I mean, Russia can barely handle Ukraine. I don't think they, they have any interest in going into Kosovo. Uh, let's see. Robert Davenport says interest rate increase allow banksters to bleed us more for no increase in value to us. That is so perfectly and well said, Brother Bravin Davenport. Maywood says, see, we said it would leak and pollute, pollute the environment and it would take them weeks to stop and fix but y'all said it would ha- wouldn't happen and they would fix it fast because they wouldn't want to lose all the oil turns out. We were right, you were wrong, and they still have a bad reputation with leaks. And that's what they do. They, they fix it at minimal value. Egberto Willis, one for show. Katie Porter, yes, my dear. Let's go ahead and bridge as for it. And she gets it from Katie Porter. It says... If lobbyists want to meet me with me, they better bring ideas, not their checkbooks. I am one of just six members of Congress who don't accept lobbyist money, and I also refuse donations from corporate PACs. I put Orange County families first. You know, I love that woman. That is one of the most, the best and premier Congresswomen there is. All right. Uh, for years, Amer- from Rudnan, for years, American politics was roiled by the debate over building the Keystone XL pipeline, a project aimed at supplementing an existing conduit for petroleum products from Canada to the Gulf Coast. Barack Obama halted the project. Donald Trump resurrected it. And one of the first acts as President Joe Biden once again stopped it. Since last week, the original Keystone pipeline has been in the news for precisely the reason pipeline owners and oil executives least like it a massive spill in Kansas that led to thousands of barrels of oil being inadvertently released into one of the largest pipe it's one of the largest pipeline leaks in years it is also one of the hundreds of such incidents in the past 10 years and it's polluting the ground supply groundwater you name it that's what's happening um federal reserve made up for banksters yes Uh, The rates have been artificially low for years. This was eventually going to happen, but too much money was put into circulation. No, 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 no. Too much money was not placed into circulation. We had enough productivity and products to service what Americans wanted to buy. If you believe in the theory of supply and demand... And I trust that you do since you believe to be a capitalist. Both capitalists and free enterprisers believe in supply and demand. So if you believe in supply and demand, what we have is punitive punitive robbery of excess cash Americans have. In other words, 
the corporations will not allow Americans to have extra cash at all. They'll raise the prices to meet the amount of cash Americans have, even if those Americans would have otherwise put that cash in the bank. Understand the trickery. Understand the evil. This is not a joke, folks. It's not time. And, and when I see Eric being the, 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 the sock puppet for uh, the corporations, that the same corporation that is screwing him, he just can't figure it out yet. I hope someday in coming here every day that he'll figure out that he's being screwed because he just doesn't, it doesn't understand the mechanics of what's going on here. They, heads, they win. Tails, they win. Bridge MCP says, Egberto, to continue with the congressman from the article, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talked about her own troubles with affording housing when she was claimed in 2018. She told the New York Times that year, I have three months without a salary before I am a member of Congress, so how am I to get an apartment? These little things are very real. Frost said he spoke, uh, he's spoken to other members of his freshman class who similarly have had hard times finding a place to live. It's unfortunate. It's a known issue, especially amongst the more working class members, he said. It's definitely a problem. Dozens of members of Congress have even turned their Capitol Hill offices into their makeshift apartments. This practice has been criticized as inappropriate use of taxpayer money and potentially uncomfortable for staffers who may catch the bosses in pajamas. Well, if they don't have an option and they have to serve. Paul Fleming says thousands of law inducement agencies across the country don't report hate crimes to the FBI base. Why? You know why. And McConnell will do wrong and do go with omnibus bill when all they need is get enough money for Congress to get to one third. No, they need to they need to get they need to neuter those people that are coming into Congress. All right. Um, Gene Daigle, welcome to Politics and Right. Gene says the reason why during President George W. Bush, the Congress increased the president pay since Congress could not justify voting for their own pay raises if, if making more than POTUS 250K to 400K. Yeah, you know, it's all about greasing each other, man. Always, always, always. Replying, may, may pipe, many may pipelines leak hundreds of times a year. That is very true. That is very true. Uh, let's see, GOP, what... Daigle says, or Fleming says, the GOP don't have candidate quality problems. It's crazy people. Gene Daigle says, what would happen if that pipeline that went over a major waterway and source of drinking water and then spilled? It's going to happen. Russia not going into Kosovo, but it can manipulate Serbia and Kosovo conflict that the U.S. gets drawn into. I think they are so weak. I don't think they would like us to believe that's a possibility. I honestly don't think it's a possibility, but I could be wrong, of course. A Carl Cox says, great show as always. Have to leave now. Haven't eaten in 19 hours. I don't want to pass out again. Take care, Igberto and PDR Pass. Thank you, Carl Cox. I go every Sunday. I fast from I fast from 8 Saturday until noon on Monday. And um, I've done that three weeks in a, in a row. Uh, one, of the, one of the days it was actually a, a 72-hour fast. Uh, let's see. Bridge MCP says, Carl, go eat. Tom C says, one way to cut inflation rate and save tax revenues for necessary domestic programs, reduce excessive military spending. Why do we need $858 billion a year on weapons of mass destruction? We don't. We don't. And British MCP says, Tom, efforts to cut the Pentagon's budget, now 858 have failed to gain enough support. 
to pass because lawmakers continue to receive substantial amounts of campaign. Okay. Uh, you know, on Chris Hayes, Bernie was a guest, and they were talking about the, the better-than-expected inflation news, and Bernie had to say, ho, 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 hold your horses. It is great that that has occurred, but there is much more that needs to be done. Check this out, then we'll take it on the other side. Senator, it strikes me that there is a story progressives can tell about this economy that is there for the telling if they if they choose it, that is a kind of counter to the story Republicans and conservatives really rushed to tell, particularly about the Reagan economy in, in 80 to 84 as this kind of look what happens when you listen to us sort of situation. We're due all the credit for it. And I wonder if you if you see it that way as well. Well, I think there is some very good news. Uh, inflation is causing a lot of pain in this country. Very good news that it's going down. We're seeing some really good job growth, especially, Chris, in areas like manufacturing, uh, where we have seen significant declines in manufacturing jobs for many, many years. Uh, and I think as a result, by the way, of many federal programs, we're putting more cash into the pockets of working people. Uh, but having said all of that, I think in the Congress and in the media, we don't do a good enough job in talking about the reality of life for working people. 60% of our people today, including many seniors, are living paycheck to paycheck. And at the same time, we see more income and wealth inequality, and it's good to see we're making some progress in that area, but we have more income and wealth inequality than we've had in 100 years. We have more concentration of ownership in mm -hmm. sector after sector, as you well know. Handful of corporations who are enjoying record-breaking profits, by the way, control uh, those uh, what we what we purchase uh, in 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 our stores. Whether it's oil, whether it's food, uh, whether it's pharmaceuticals, uh, whether it's media, whether it's Wall Street, increased concentration of ownership. And then when you look at the power of the billionaire class, and you talked about this a moment ago, in terms of politics, it's a record-breaking amount of money, unbelievable amounts of money that billionaires are pouring in dark money and not dark Can money I, into the political process. So let me, we've got to pay attention to those issues. Let me ask you, I want to ask a question about uh, the labor market and, and, and organized labor, but let me just follow up on that. I thought it was so fascinating. So all these headlines about Sam Bankman freed giving all his money to Democrats, which he did. He gave a lot of money through an, an allied super PAC. That was all money that was traceable. And then he gives an interview. He says, well, actually, you know, I gave just as much to Republicans. I just gave it kind of under the table through these dark money vehicles. Thanks to Citizens United. No one really noticed. And it was, what an object lesson in how this how this can how this can work up on Capitol Hill. Absolutely. Uh, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, it is, you know, we talk about Trump and his friends being a threat to democracy. The other threat to democracy is Citizens United and the ability of billionaires through dark money and sometimes not dark money uh, to buy politicians and buy elections. Uh, the bottom line of all of this is that we need to see an increased grassroots movement. And by the way, very good news is we are seeing a growth in the trade union movement. More and more workers are wanting to join unions, stand up for collective bargaining at decent wages uh, and working conditions. Just this afternoon, I was at a rally with rail workers who showed enormous courage in standing up to their industry, made their industry made $20 billion in profit last year, and yet they cannot give these guys one paid 
uh, sick leave a year. One that not one, which is just horrific. So what we have got to do, and I hope to do as chairman of the Health Education and Labor Committee, is tell the people who run Starbucks, tell the people, Bezos and others who run Amazon, you know what? Stop the illegal anti-union activity. Workers have the right to organize. We workers have the right to organize. Thank you guys for listening to that. Hey, listen, guys, if you take a list, listen to what Bernie is saying, he's saying the working class has got to activate. The, the unions are starting to get emboldened and starting to demand their worth. Uh, we, we can't look at a, a simple drop in uh, inflation as, as the ends, ends all because there's so much more to do. We have to talk about wage increases and much, much more. So Bernie hits the nail on the head as Bernie always does. We're glad to hear that uh, he didn't just take the bait. Oh, things are looking great. Yeah, they're getting improved, but they're not. So thank you so kindly, Robert Davenport, for that great super chat. Super support independent progressive media. Egberto is a great place to start. Thank you. Thank you for that super chat. Anybody else want to give a super chat? Just click on that. Uh, either click a join button or click on the super chat button uh, and, and support us. We need your support as best as you can. We are way, way behind in, 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 in subscriptions for this year. Way, way behind in contributions for this year. I know it's a difficult year, so I understand. But we are in, you know, we, uh, to keep this going, we got to do a hell of a lot better. So I, I, I urge and I ask all of those of you who have the wherewithal, the ability to do so, to please support the program. Um, anyhow, um, let's continue reading what you got to say. But again, once again, thank you very much, Roberto Davenport. Appreciate your support always. Um, let's see. Tom C. says, uh, said, I, I want half of that difference to go directly towards military veterans aid. I agree. Uh Let's see. Eric Hayes says, why was Sam Bankman uh, freed? Uh, TX not allowed to testify to Congress because politicians were scared to get identified. Will the Dems return the money they got from? Oh, look, let's be clear here. He gave equal amounts of money to Democrats and Republicans. He bought the government. That is agreed upon. But it's not just Democrats. He bought the government. He bought the same amount of Republicans as he did Democrats. He was an equal opportunity giver. If you want to learn what's going on, you can choose to learn or you can choose to live in a glass cocoon or a glass bottle. Okay? No. He, the, he whatever. Gene Daigle says, being retired military, please remember that a big portion of the DOD spending is not just equipment and uh, a good proportion is for military personnel, pay, military civilian pay, and health care separate from the VA. We, that, we don't want to touch that, um, Brother Gene. We don't want to touch that. But there's a hell of a lot that goes into the what they call the black ops. And there's a whole lot as well that go into a lot of unnecessary equipment that we don't need mass um, a ton and i i would wager that it's less than half that goes to our our heroes our service people paul fleming says georgia secretary of state raffensberger wants to remove the general elections runoff wants to remove i i would love that too then uh, warnock would have won right straight out bridge mcp says woohoo robert davenport you the man thank you very much robert absolutely so you the man uh, Egberto, someone backing up when you did this video. My dog is going nuts. 
I'll have a copy of this video for you. I'll have it uh, along with the, the blog. I, I'll cut it out of here and have it for you. Uh, let's see what else we got. For uh, going to Wolf Bear 71 says, bring back the corporate death penalty. Corporate charters used to need to be renewed. And if the corporation wasn't doing things in the charter that they had to, the corporation was not renewed. I love you. We talked about that at Move to Amend, where we said that corporations weren't intended to have life at infinity. That wasn't the idea behind corporations. You hit the nail on the head. Wolf Bear 71. All right, we got Tom C says, Gene Daigle, being a veteran myself, I can appreciate the importance of taking care of the military personnel, their families, and disabled veterans. That said, there is much waste in the Pentagon budget. Agreed? DAPL pipeline. What does a DAPL stand for? Again, I forget. Um, uh, the raising of Black Hills for, for rare earth, gold, uranium, and now how, how non-native settlers are taking away too much water out of the Missouri River. Mississippi River and their drainages sucking up Oga, Oga, it's a Ogawala, I think it is, aquifer, is plenty to fight over in political, social, religious, and public posturing. Bridge MCP says, Egberto Willis, Michael Rudden, why is it that every time I Google something a conservative writes, it's all extreme right media? Hmm. Because that's what they do. Um. In my last newsletter, let me see if I can pull it up. I want to say, tell you something that I placed in the newsletter. And I mean it. Uh, you know, um, I'm going to read that newsletter because I, I wanted folks to understand the reason, you know, we, we asked for stuff. It goes, I said, dear reader, the mainstream media said we would lose the 2022 midterms in a landslide. We sent out several newsletters telling our subscribers that the polls were wrong and to go out there and vote as if their lives depended on it because it does. We engage the people daily. We are closer to their pulse than those who examine from the analyst towers in D.C. We hear from and relate to people all over the country every every, of every demographic. Of every demographic, we engage people, right? Democrats, high-priced, Democrats, high-priced uh, consultants tend to engage six months before an election. The Republican right always engage in church, in, uh, is always engaging in church and functions, meetings, and more. It is an indoctrinating nurturing that is further promoted by their media, Fox, Newsmax, LOAN, and those same right-wing sources that you constantly talk about, both you and Mr. R- both Bridge and Rodney talk about, why is it that conservatives use a lot of these sources? That is their sources of indoctrination. It's by design. We do not have the unending cash flow of the right. The right invests its resources. They have the capital to mislead from their corrupt think tanks, news sources, and social media. But we don't have to match the deep pockets of the right wing. We work frugally and provide the biggest bang for the buck. Hence, for places like Politics Done Right. Politics Done Right does its part with many tasks. Our independent media properties through Politics Done Right, our FM political radio programs, social media, books, blogs, and videos are meant to counteract the indoctrination that the right has in these avenues 24-7. We have fallen several, that's me talking now, we have fallen several thousand dollars behind in fundraising. While I believe in the mission, I am likely the worst fundraiser on the planet. To continue doing this, We need you, all of us, to invest in this important work. 
So please support us. Please support what we're doing here at Politics Done Right and others that are doing this at Politics Done Right. That is how we make the change. It's not quick. It is slow. It is hard work. It is getting up every day. No matter what you hear on the news, no matter how negative folks want to be, you have to keep on pushing forward. That's what it's all about. Pushing forward, pushing forward. And I'll be honest, that's what I get up and do. I wake up in the morning and I come into the studio. At night, uh, four times a week, I do a little exercise, but otherwise I leave the studio drought and ready for my four or five hours worth of sleep. This is the kind of commitment it takes from thousands of people to promote a message when you have deep pockets all around this country funded by the right. I tell you guys a little thing. I don't know if I've told you this before, but I get calls, uh, not calls, uh, emails sometimes on people on the right. They would love a switch. They would love like, hey, you can make some good money doing the same thing. Just doing it as a black Republican. Black right Like, are you kidding me? Give up your values? Well, you know, uh, Candace, Candace Owens did it. No. Hell no. Hell to the no. We are going to rebirth this country. We're going to make this country what it was intended to be in the first place again. People will again get into what we're supposed to be. Um, let's see what else we got here. Jeez. Uh, but he says, uh, geez, as a prof for 20 years, the main point was to expand your mind. Teach the teacher. They do one of this. So sad. Yep, yep, yep. Wolf Bear 71 says, when Nixon allowed healthcare to be for profit on light Europe of, uh, and us before them, by law, they have to make maximum profit for shareholders. The ends, the goals of healthcare being healthcare, we have none. Eric Hayes, Bridge MCP, 20, thank you so kindly for your kind contribution. Learning is a journey. Coming here is a learning experience. People need to keep opening their minds. You may be down in money, but up in teaching. So you're a teacher, low money, but a good learning experience. I agree. When, uh, let me tell you, I wrote a, a whole paper on this about when I gave up the software company, why and how much more rewarding this was knowing that as a capitalist, I couldn't sleep well. As, as a capitalist who could get whatever I wanted for my software, I remember when it came to me like, my, when Bowen paid that amount of money for my package, I w it wasn't so good a good thing for, on me because ultimately Boeing didn't pay. Ultimately, the, the shareholders of Boeing didn't pay. Ult and, I'm, and it's not all, I use Boeing as an example because I think they bought the largest license from me. But it was the ultimate person that is going to visit mom and pop in Timbuktu, Prioria, taking a plane. They were the ones paying me for that high price license for a price I didn't have to charge. And I don't know about you, right? But when I think about things like that, it stays on my mind for a while, right? And I remember that. 
Michael says he's stepping out early. Thank you for having been here, Michael. We are almost done. We have about four more minutes to go. Uh, but I don't know about you. But when I think about how things work and how I thought things were supposed to work, sometimes it gives me pause. You sit down and you wonder, imagine your people. Imagine that executive at that got that oil company. Just think about that executive at that oil company. He jammed up the price of gasoline. Knowing he has to know that he was taking milk out of the mouths of babies who needed it. He had to know that he was, because remember, this wasn't a price that they had to charge. They chose that price because they have pricing power. They chose it. They chose to be evil. They chose it. They chose to take the food out of that. all those kids who are living on the line, on the edge. They chose to take that. And when they go to their parties, these Christmas parties and these great lav lavished New Year's parties, when they do all of that, Remember all the kids without food, all the kids without toys, all the kids without milk, because those thugs in ties and suits wanted to just show how much money, how much profit, profit that they likely couldn't even spend because they have so much. It's a shame. It's a shame. And, you know, for all those evangelical churches that are supporting those who provide these types of policies, that is who, when Jesus went into that thing and threw everything down, that is who he was talking about. So, folks, please support us. Click that join button. Become a member of the PDR Posse on YouTube. Please go ahead and give us a super chat. Or, if you will, please go ahead and join our Patreon, and I'm putting our Patreon on the screen right now. Make a contribution. Join our Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Make sure that we can stay doing this and, and that we can stay informing. And by the way, this isn't just a program here. After this, I process this and it goes into circulation on all over, on uh, all the podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify all over. So it will be there. So I ask you so kindly, contribute, support. It is very important. Very important. Wolf Bear 71 says, I almost cried when I saw how the government of Denmark works. People matter. The government acts to help citizens and business, not only the elites. They help you switch to a career you can contribute with. Breach, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you like the snow or not. I'm assuming that you don't. And Eric, that the president went into the Federal Reserve to kind of force the prices down as best he could. That is what's called humane. That is what's called not taking milk away from the baby. As all those who would like it to not have happened, support. Taking milk away from babies. Taking toys, taking shoes, taking clothes taking shelter. Remember that. That is what those people that you are defending right now, that's what they're doing. One must question their, for those who call themselves Christians, 
one must question their Christianity. I don't see any Muslim in the room doing any of this. I don't see any atheist in the room supporting any of this. But it's so amazing that I find so many Christians doing so much of this. So much of this. Again, I got to get out of here. Please support the program. I'm going to put that link on the screen once again. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.